Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. The world's just changed so radically and we're all running to catch up. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? The best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Dr. Malcolm, I have to share a few campfire stories with my uncle. You can convince the Washington Post and the Skeptical Inquirer of whatever you want. But I was there, I know what happened, and so do you. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Hello, welcome to the January issue of Jurassic Minutes, where we're discussing recent movie, toy, and franchise news for the Jurassic series. Uh, January issue uh, at the start of February. We're a little bit late. We've uh, had to try and get this recorded for a couple of weeks now. But I'm Brad, of course. I'm Dave. Welcome back. Welcome back, Dave. It has been a while. <laughs> I don't think we've sat down and recorded since uh, just before Christmas. No, no, yeah, it's been uh, almost a little over than a month. Hmm. So we are back, uh, back for a Jurassic Minutes version of the podcast. Um, there'll be some news later on in regards to Jurassic World Minute. Um, but Dave, before we get to that sort of stuff, uh, mm-hmm. it's been Christmas time. I remember last time we chatted, uh, the Raptor in the Kitchen set was coming from um, Iron Studios, was it? Yes, yes. It's uh, been slowly working its way out across the world. I haven't gotten mine in yet. I heard that it's coming out in, I think, second quarter uh, is what I heard for U.S. release. And so I'll probably get it sometime this spring. Okay. Of course, we'll be recording Jurassic World by then. <laughs> yeah, I um, my night vision goggles from Chronicle have been delayed <laughs> again. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that. Which, which is all right. It gives me at last a couple more months just to get those final two payments done, so... Uh, as I said to uh, one of the contacts there when they um, emailed me about the uh, the delay, I, I said mm-hmm. it was fine. Like it's, it's going to come eventually. Um, it gives me some more time to try and find some space for them and get me collection and uh, display space all sorted out because uh, mm-hmm. I don't want them. I don't want them anywhere that they can get dust on them or anything else in my yeah. horrible house that is dust prone. But um, <laughs> well, there are two things that haven't arrived. Anything Jurassic related that uh, Santa brought? Uh, not Santa, no, but I did actually I uh, grab a couple of little things so, since we've last recorded. Um, wait, hold on, I'm trying to think what it was. It's been so long since we recorded, of course. Uh, did I have the Mononychus in hand last time we recorded? It doesn't sound familiar. All right, so I've gotten that one, the little, little Mononychus uh, Jurassic World figure. And then I also grabbed the Popo uh, Compsognathus. I found it for like 50% off on Amazon. So that was that was one I've been wanting to get for a while, but didn't think I'd justify spending $20 on it. <laughs> so got it for half off, and I'm actually very happy with the figure. Oh, very nice. It's good when you get them a little bit cheaper. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, I've been uh, working my butt off at work, paying the bills, stuff like that. Yep. Know how it is. Yeah, yep. <laughs> especially this time of year. Um, mm-hmm. On my side, uh, 
I got the uh, the junior novelization for Jurassic World. That's come, and I've started reading through a bit of it. Um, I'll get to more of that later. The uh, Jurassic Park Free Survival novel also come in that lot, and I've been reading through that. And it's interesting some of the uh, the filler they've put in there, especially around the the mm-hmm. InGen lab and that sort of. Um, seems like they took a lot of cues from Crichton's novel, um, mm-hmm. describing the building and everything as well. So. That was good. Um, probably revisit that later on too, with maybe a review of it or something. Some of the finer details in there of what they've uh, changed or added to the uh, the film because I haven't read the whole thing yet. Um, mm-hmm. I got that little uh, Jurassic Park storybook, the kids under three one or whatever it was. That managed to find that online on eBay for cheap, so I got that one. Mm-hmm. And that's that's fun just watching or oh, looking through and see how they've condensed the film into sentences sentences here and there. So um, I don't have it on hand. I can't <laughs> I can't pull any pull any lines out of it unfortunately. But I got my second Brachiosaur and uh, Colossal Blue off layaway here. And, yeah, I gotcha. And, and cool. Yeah, so I've, I've I've started to have a little herd of Brachiosaurs, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> I've been wanting that actually. I haven't actually got a second one yet. Oh, but no. I've been I've been keeping my eye out for the for the prices to start going down. Mm. Yep. But no, that no. does actually remind me I did um your book purchases reminded me I got a one final book purchase that finally completes uh, its uh, set up and putting together the I think they were Canadian books. They were like a series of eight books. Uh there's the Science of Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park the Great Adventure, and then there's the uh, six six of the dinosaur species that appeared in the first movie, mm-hmm. and I had seven of them. And I, the T Rex one was the last one I had to track down, and finally found it on eBay for like under sixty dollars. <laughs> and so finally put finally put together a complete set of all eight of them. Uh, and a book that probably cost nine ninety five when it came out. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, was there a um? Did I see photos from a Lost World? Uh, marketing book or something. I think you, you, a while ago. You oh yes, some yes. Photos. You were right. I, that completely skipped my mind. So there was something called the KP Skips. They were um, little like they were like little food prizes that came in um, like food packaging mostly in in Canada and the British Isles, and they had a set of like miniature ones. And then they had another set of, uh, there was like 18 small ones and then 18 regular size ones. And the combined uh, location scout pictures with like rare pictures of the maquettes. Mm. And so they had these tiny little thing, uh, pictures. I'm not sure if I put them up on the um, Minutes podcast. I know I put them up on the Jurassicpedia Facebook page. And so they're, they're this very extremely rare combination of maquette photos and uh, location scout photos. And so they're like incredibly, I found this complete set. They're pretty rare to find. And um, there was something that they, I can't remember if uh, I mentioned, but they were like these little like back bags of potato chips they would come in or crisps as I believe that's the British colloquialism <laughs> is but yeah they would um they for some reason they uh, decided to take hey we got this great idea we got these rare maquette photos and these rare uh, location scout photos let's combine them 
and then sell them in cereal boxes. <laughs> so yeah, I took the DSLR out, took some great high quality photos of those. They're up on the Jurassicpedia photo or Jurassicpedia fa- Facebook page, and I'll probably put them up on the Jurassic Minutes podcast Facebook page too who, here soon. Mm, nice. Well, after after last series with uh, Jurassic Park three minutes. Everyone should be on the Pedia page as well, anyway. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, I wonder if that's just something uh, marketing going into the Lost World, where that's sort of the stuff they had. If they're going to do the cereal or the food tie-in, mm-hmm. well, here's here's some here's some set photos or production photos. Go for your life and put them in there, and yeah, it seems like that that might be what what they done, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also came with it also came with this um like a folder carrying little carrying folder that you can use to store them i don't store them in there i kept them in the plastic bag that came in but yes there's a um that also had a great shot of kibikai ranch and they photoshopped in a bunch of different little um a bunch of different pictures of the uh Dinosaur maquettes, so they're kind of laying all over the picture. And I actually had to combine the front and back of the folder. They're the same picture, but the front has a big logo on the front, the Jurassic Park, the Lost World logo on it on the front, and then the back has a bunch of um, like little uh, branding stuff at the very bottom. So I had to combine the bottom of the front <laughs> with the scan of the back in order to get one full, complete, clean picture. Uh, some great photos out there, and um, as you said, we'll get them put up on the uh, the minutes page. Mm-hmm. And something else I'll probably put up on the minutes page here. I don't think I put it on the Pedia page. Was uh, me and you have talked before about how we would be interesting to see the Lost World in a kind of a black and white noirish look to it. Oh yes. <laughs> so uh, the other night, I kind of had some time on my hands, and I went through and picked out about 18 uh, screen caps uh, from The Lost World that were kind of, I felt had the most look of what I was going for. I think I originally picked out about 25 of them and then whittled it down because sometimes you'd see like a digital camera in there or a a, a machine gun that looked way too modern and I just didn't think it looked right. So I went and I found a video of the 1925 version of The Lost World on uh, YouTube. And so I went and just went through the screen caps and did and um, I digitized. I edited them to look like The Lost World 1925. And some of them came out really, really great. I'm really proud of the way these came out. So I'll definitely be putting those up when I can, when we're done with this record here. Yeah, two personal favorites definitely be the uh, the approach to the island, just that that grainy look mm-hmm. of sauna and the um the the stegosaurus crossing the creek with just Nick and that mm-hmm. um, standing in the stream watching him cross. Just mm-hmm. it's I've got goosebumps now talking about it. It looks fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty partial to that first one as well, but also the last one that I did where it's the beauty shot from the end of the of the Lost World where you see the stegosaurus herd with the pterodons flying over them. Yeah. Just the way those volcanic mountains look in the background it has a real King Kong 1933 feel to it, which was exactly what I was going for. Yeah. Yeah. And we know Spielberg's gone back and edited E.T. before. Maybe you'll go back to Lost World and replace all the machine guns with forky talkies and <laughs> or old-timey <laughs> radios, and it'll fit fit a little bit more into that. Uh, mm-hmm that time frame unfortunately is still going to have some major stuff like the roundup and the uh, the rv stuff that 
it's going to have modern mm-hmm. modern stuff in it. But yeah. even then, I was able to pick out one of the points where the um, hunters all got the ropes around the Parasaurolophus neck, and they're trying to bring it down. And it does look pretty good. I mean, it. it I even had one person comment that on it said that it reminded them of a Harryhausen look. Yeah. Yeah, just without the stop motion. Paris mm-hmm. office in the middle, but and that's Spielberg said he was he wanted to make a King Kong film, and that's he's, he, mm-hmm. that's why so many of these shots look the way they do. Mm-hmm. All right, I suppose one other thing too. Um, over the break, um, I found a post on a Facebook group um, of a guy who had been watching a little film called The Backlot Murders, and. We done the whole sliders um, episode with the Lost World, the Worker Village set being reused, and uh, this film f- um, shot shot or released in two thousand one anyway, just after production of uh, Jurassic Park Freed finished, and they do a fair bit of filming on the back lot and particularly on the stairs of the Embryonics Administration Building. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I've got the DVD coming, so I can get some screen caps and that from it, but. Um, it seems to be a bit of a middle finger to Jurassic Park 3 because they keep on saying here we are on the set of The Lost World uh, even though <laughs> it hasn't been the set of The Lost World for four years. Um, mm-hmm. And even even two characters come together and talk about uh, aren't you excited, this is where Steven Spielberg filmed um, one of his films and they're, uh, yeah, not really not really mentioning that it was Joe Johnson that was there instead. But... <laughs> <laughs> But I'll um I'll I'll get that DVD and get some images and some video of it uh, record and we might uh, have a bit of a look at it a little bit down the line as well and mm-hmm. might do a one-off show depending on how from all I've seen so far is just on the uh, the steps filming um, I noticed some shots around the psycho house and behind that as well so I'll go through it there's in the trailer there's some inside shots that may be the inside of the embryonics building um, sort of that green mouldy glass in the background so. We might be able to get a shot inside either before or after it was redressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'll come a little bit further down the line when that DVD gets here. Um, David, I think that's uh, enough catching up. We've got some news to catch up on. Yeah. What? This? What did you think you were going to document? What did you think you were going to see? Animals. Maybe uh, pick iguanas. Um, first up, I suppose, today as we're recording this, uh, happy birthday to the man himself, John Williams, uh, celebrating his 88th birthday today. I hope that's today. I'll just approve the post in the Jurassic Park group, so <laughs> that was a late addition to the news. But um... Actually, I think you're right. It is his birthday today. I saw some um, some other groups posting about it. Yeah. Um, I haven't got the bit here. It's all in the, uh, the run sheet for the first Jurassic World minute, but... Um... Been listening to a lot of John Williams, uh, picked up a couple of the prequel um, soundtracks, and just how much uh, music from other <laughs> other series he's uh, reusing slightly here and there. Um, Speaking of which, I actually noticed something when I was doing those Lost World um, edits. I was going through the film, and I kind of noticed that the opening titles to the Lost World, uh, the Spielberg film that John Williams wrote, mm-hmm. is very eerily similar to the opening music, like the first 15, 20 seconds from 1925's Lost World, and 
knowing how much, as you said, John Williams likes to uh, be inspired by other uh, other composers, I wouldn't put it past him to for it not to be uh, a coincidence, you know? Yeah, but even sort of like complete left fields. Like one example here, I've got um, in the control room, Jurassic Park, where you've got that sort of tense music playing through there. There's a little um, section where he's reusing the Temple of Doom, the Temple of Doom theme. <laughs> which is really weird. I just, yeah, I sat up in bed the other night when I was listening to the soundtrack and going, wait a minute, I know that, that's, that's, that's Temple of Doom. <laughs> uh, I've noticed it too. But not only not only other work of his, um, in the, uh, I think it's the Clone Wars, uh, one of the uh, tracks with General Grievous is actually playing some of the Aliens um, theme sort of that um, mm-hmm. that percussion sound so he's sort of taken a bit from Horner as well there but um, I think the, um, he's done some of his best work on the Jurassic films and uh, of course Star Wars and uh, Indiana Jones and everything else I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was rumour or not the uh, episode 9 score was going to be his last and he was retiring after that do you know anything else there? I know that it was stated that it would be his last Star Wars film he was going to score. I'm not sure if he's permanently retiring, but I do know it's his last Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Which would be sad to see him sort of stop stop doing it. David mm-hmm. Attenborough is in his 90s, isn't he? So he's still out there <laughs> filming filming nature. So mm-hmm. hopefully John can keep the, uh, the conductor's... Not baton stick. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> the, uh, keep the conducting going for many more years yet. We've got some uh, Jurassic World 3 news, and something that's come out recently is uh, they're looking for extras um, to shoot in British Columbia and mm-hmm. Morocco? No, it's not Morocco. What's the... Uh... Malta, maybe? Malta, yeah, Malta. Um, so we know... Um, we've seen some uh, set locations end of last year to show that they were going to be filming in Malta and what uh, that Jurassic set or scene may be, whether it's uh, the Mosasaur in the water attacking someone or or something like that, but a uh, chance for some fans to get on set and be extras in the film. Mm-hmm. Well, also remember that, I mean, just because they're filming Malta doesn't mean it's actually set in Malta. Yes. Could be any, could be anything. I mean, remember, they film, were filming a lot at Pinewood Studios, and that's in the United Kingdom, and that's just in for Northern California. Mm, yep. Yes, we're all there when they announced they were shooting in London, and all of a sudden we had pteranodons attacking Big Ben and <laughs> everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't deny, I've considered packing my bags up and shipping myself out to the British Columbia <laughs> and saying, I want to be in the movie. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and just they got a couple of um, shots here of uh, some of the, some of the scenery in British Columbia, and it does look like a fantastic location. So, um, how or what it uh, ties into the film, we'll uh, we'll know. They are uh, filming starting at the end of this month, so they're um, they're starting to get the ball rolling there and get some uh, get some stuff happening. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care if I get eaten. I just want to. I mean, this is as far as we know. This might very well be the last Jurassic Park movie. Mm. My last chance getting eaten by a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> well, real, real CG one, not not your super colossal T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Just going to step away from the uh, movie news for a moment. Uh, Mattel, um, they've been releasing a lot of different uh, dinosaurs in the Jurassic World line, and there's really a lot to uh, talk about there, but I thought focus on uh, some of the more collector-oriented stuff, and uh, they've released photos of their Owen and Blue, which is now available at Entertainment Earth. Uh, David, you've got the, uh, the original Jurassic Park 1 version of the, uh, the Amber Collection Raptor. Um, does this look like a remold, or like a, just a repaint of that, or do you, can you see anything different? It's actually actually the Jurassic Park one Raptor is the re, is a repaint of blue. It actually uses the blue sculpt. <laughs> it actually uses the blue sculpt uh, for that figure, and so it's actually a really nice figure. I like it a lot. If if it's just if the teeth and the head sculpt was a little bit more like the first movie's Raptor, I'd probably love it more. But it's still a very, very cool pick, uh, figure. Mine kind of take uh, came with a bent tail, and so it's kind of got the uh, Cyclops or Raptor tail thing going on with the <laughs> crick in the tail. Yep. Just like my yeah. big, big red T-Rex from Jurassic Park, the Kenner one. <laughs> mm-hmm. They should have made that balls that, an inch longer. Yeah, that actually reminds me of Chronicle Collectibles has been actually vehemently denying, even though it's so obvious that they went and switched the heads from um they came out with a one six we've talked about these they're one six scale action figures and how they were they looked really good and they still look really good the paint looks excellent but at some point they must have decided it'd be cheaper if they issue if they don't we have a newly sculpted head for the jurassic park one raptor and so now it's a painfully obvious blues head on the body of a of a Jurassic Park one Raptor. <laughs> and in a way, I mean, and I hate to say, it, but it almost reminds me of the Lindbergh um, Velociraptor model from the first, that came out during the first movie's marketing. And I'm like, if you're not seeing it, look it up because it's like really, really goofy looking. <laughs> yeah, well, that's then we know we're, we're going to get to it when we get to. Uh... Jurassic World, mm-hmm. just the uh, the difference in the Raptors, and mm-hmm. I can see here they're uh, they're just going for the the cheaper version and just repainting. Because um, mm-hmm. I was going to ask if it was more of that uh, Jurassic Park looking Raptor, especially the head and the, the teeth and that, as you're saying. But yeah, yeah, it's it's clearly the blue sculpt with the Jurassic Park one Raptor paint job on it, unfortunately. And I didn't see you have it here, but I did see it be announced was um, in the upcoming, I think it's called the Primal Attack, is I guess their new mainline wave. But they're going to have something called the Ultimate T-Rex, and I'm hoping that they show more of this at Toy Fair New York that's coming up soon here at the end of the month. And um, it's basically the... Regular, the uh, regular super colossal T Rex with the articulation of the extreme chopping T Rex, basically. Oh wow! I know, and I think it looks like they may have resculpted the um, body a little bit to give it more of a hump, like the Jurassic Park T Rex has. Mm-hmm. I've got a kind of a, like a really blurry photo of it. I think was shared by Collect Jurassic, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing more of this at. Um, Toy Fair, if I we want, see it. I want a Jurassic Park version, and I want a green free paint. 
Me too. I was going to get the Super Colossal repainted as the bold T-Rex, but I think this one might be it. Because we all need more four-foot-long T-Rexes in our, in our houses taking up space. Of course. I mean, I have no room to put it, but I know I'm going to buy it, and yeah. Mattel knows that too. Uh, yeah. I suppose on the smaller front here too, there are Ember Collections hinting a uh, Dennis Nedry and Dilophosaur mm-hmm. as well, which we, a Nedry figure in his raincoat holding the stick, it, it seems. Yep. Um, stick, stupid. Yeah, he he doesn't look, or the silhouette doesn't look as big as what uh, Nedry was, but I, I don't know, they might um, they might change it later on. We'll see. Mm-hmm. As you're saying, Toy Fair, I completely forgot Toy Fair is coming up, so that will probably be our next record, uh, reviewing what's been announced at Toy Fair. Mm-hmm. Exciting times. <laughs> Moving on, getting back to uh, Jurassic World 3. Um, Colin's been busy on Twitter uh, posting some stuff. One of which is uh, a look at a new uh, Pseudoceratops animatronic that's being used in the film. Now, at the end of the year, we've seen a tweet from him as well, or a video of um, a day in the life of Colin Trevorrow, and uh, he was using, had the remote control there and an animatronic head. It's possible that was this baby, the uh, Pseudoceratops. We didn't have much scale with that, uh, with that image or that video, but one way or another, it seems uh, the Pseudoceratops is going to be continuing its uh, its presence in a Jurassic franchise from Battle at Big Rock here into Jurassic World 3. Mm-hmm. And if anything, if it looks anything like the um, infant did, which is, uh, it kind of does a little bit, uh, we haven't seen it painted and completed yet, but it's going to be adorable. Mm. <laughs> this yep. is the franchise's baby Yoda. <laughs> Hopefully I don't have toys on release, not like Yoda. Um, <laughs> yeah, I... Was the baby... The baby they used in Battle at Big Rock, that was only a CG, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a completely CGI model. Yeah, yeah. We, um, I, know, I remember we discussed them when we done the review of Battle at Big Rock, how <laughs> it was going to be... Oh, no, wait, wait. I think I just remembered. I think it was... I did have moments where, like, I think there were parts of it that were CGI, parts of it were... Uh, practical effects. Yeah, I, I just I just remember that. I'm pretty sure. I remember they, they had the baby. Nas- they, I remember Stan Winston or Legacy Effects showing off the baby Nasutoceratops animatronic and the Allosaurus head. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. So it's possible that this animatronic was built for Battle Big Rock because they didn't have the budget behind it. Um, it might have not have been able to move as much. So here we got. Either version two or a new new internal structure that could mm-hmm. probably probably do a lot more than what that baby could do, even though we only had it for a few seconds in that short film, and as you said, <laughs> loved by all. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks like they are planning to have this guy, little guy, caged too, because it looks like they've got it on a rolling dolly with a what appears to be caged bars around it. Mm. So I wonder if there's some sort of uh, if there's going to be some sort of shot of the uh, the auction, revisiting the auction with some of these animals going to different owners, and uh, that's how mm-hmm. we see them in the future. Or yeah, I yeah, I suppose you wouldn't need, or you would need a cage like this for any animal, <laughs> just so it didn't start walking off. Because yeah, 
It wouldn't, it wouldn't come back if you called it. But I can't wait until we see some paint on this. Mm-hmm. And lastly, last time we uh, were on here, it had been reported that uh, Jurassic World 3 was going to have the shooting title of Arcadia, and we sort of questioned whether or not that, that was going to be real, but now the uh, the guests are guess the tagline on the name has been going around Twitter for a little while too and apparently Colin hinted at one fan maybe getting close um, so it's reported here we've got three possible titles for the new film either Jurassic World Survival Jurassic World Clash of Worlds and Jurassic World Illusion of Control David what do you think about those names? Um, I thought I heard that it was confirmed it was New World or New Dawn or something like that Oh, there you go. So there's even more names out there now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't think of a better one, so I'm not going to instantly shit on these names. But um, out of those, for anyway, I don't mind illusion of control, but it's got to be, it's got to be not punchy, but something that the general audience is going to see and know it's Jurassic related as well, and not, not maybe the super fans. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, let me uh, search because I remember Trevorrow confirmed it at some at some point. Let me check his Twitter here. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking if, if something was confirmed, then you'd think there'd be fan mock-ups of the logo with the new tagline on it going around. Or something. And you might have deleted it, but I swear it was like New Era or New Dawn or something like that. It wasn't no, it wasn't New Dawn because I remember that was the fan one going around, and it was it was Jurassic World New Era. I want to say. Yeah, because there also had been speculation it may have been Jurassic World Extinction as well, wasn't it? Um, mm-hmm. I think someone someone had brought that one up as well, but I think Colin said, no, that's not right. But, yeah, and I know that one was um, was officially shot down. Yeah. Yeah, it is titled New Era. There's the tweet here. It's um, New Era, and then Colin Trevorrow rec- uh, replied to the... Uh, replied to the tweet while wow, somebody in this thread actually got her respect and then he said congratulations it's new era yeah yeah because there's a tweet here too like he liked um someone was saying that dress world freeze will have a hopeful title and the saga is not going to end with the dinosaurs going extinct mm-hmm. um, oh yeah here yep yep new era there was also um possibly para paradigm shifts um well, welcome to Jurassic World, but as you said, I think that's all been uh, discounted now. So anyway, that, um, possible new title there. Mm-hmm. What that what that sort of says for the uh, the possible f- final film in this uh, trilogy, anyway. It's sort of weird because each film's ended with the dinosaurs still being on the islands, anyway. It's just those who know about it aren't telling anyone else about it. So mm-hmm. now that we're um, out in the real world. And there's going to be going to be clashes. We've seen Battle at Big Rock and some of the uh, the video, the little short bits they had in the end credits of that. So time will tell. Mm-hmm. Clean up your workspace. It's chaotic. I like to think of it as a living system, just enough stability to keep it from collapsing into anarchy. All right, Dave. That's the news. Anything else there you want to add before we get into a little bit of other stuff? I think we're good. All right. Um, 
Moving on to a bit of production stuff now, uh, moving forward with the Jurassic World minutes. My work days have got longer, so I've been I've been rushing to uh, to get a lot of dialogue pulled from the film, uh, watch the film a couple of times, get run sheets and all that sort of stuff done. It's a bit of a lengthy process. Sort of only been able to get five five or six minutes of the film done at a, at a time. So um, behind the scenes, still working hard to get things together. We're going to start recording very soon and start getting a few episodes together. I really want to. Uh, get a few episodes recorded ahead of time just so we got a bit of a buffer because um, I know especially towards the end of last year uh, some of the episodes especially the minute ones come a bit few and far between we missed weeks here and there and I think once we start on Jurassic World we should go right to the end with, uh, without any without any gaps or uh, or disruptions um, I think it just yeah. flows, flows a lot better especially when you're listening to the podcast itself so we're going to try and do that production wise behind the scenes there's possible possible times where we might have issues with uh, that but we're doing this as a hobby we're, we're trying <laughs> don't hate us too much for it um as i said earlier the uh one the other delays too been waiting for that uh junior novelization for jurassic world to get over here from the uk i should have just paid more money and got it locally but <laughs> it's, it's done now um reading through the first couple of pages or first couple of chapters it doesn't seem to be as different as what uh the Jurassic Park 3 one was so obviously the uh, the script and that was a lot more together before Jurassic World filmed uh, but there is some uh, this is a little bit extra dialogue here and there of course with the Junior novelization and some of the uh, stuff that's hard to understand in the script and on the movies is actually spelled out there um, including all the dialogue about how long it take taking two hours to get to the, the flight and that start of the film with uh, the great uh, Mitchell family so I'll um I'll probably do a little bit of uh a little bit of um comparisons there with the novelization, but for the main main part it will be just the uh, minutes. It's going to be a lot more laid back. I've got a beer now. I'm just sitting back having a beer, recording. We're going to try and aim for probably twenty or thirty minutes per uh, per minute episode. Mm -hmm. A lot less of the um just trying to drag it out. We got drastic minutes now as we've been doing for a while with uh, news and that sort of stuff. So. After there's longer discussions to have about something, we'll do it on the uh, the minutes episode or the yeah news episode. So probably aiming to release the uh, the start of Jurassic World minutes in March. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, until then we'll be back in a couple of weeks to uh, to look at Toy World at Toy World Toy Fair and uh, see what was released from there. As you said before, head over to Jurassic Minutes uh, Facebook page. Head over to Jurassic-pedia.com and head over to the Jurassicpedia discussion page on Facebook and see what's being posted there. There'll be more movie news there as it comes out and uh, we'll get some stuff up when we can. But uh, Dave, I think that's it for January. Anything else you want to add before Gavi for the day? No, I think we're good. All right, lovely. Lovely.